You're listening to The Good GP, the podcast for busy GPs. Hi, and welcome to The Good GP. My name is Yvette Tan, and I will be your guest host for this special edition of the podcast, celebrating International Women's Day. By way of background, I am a GP and practice owner from Perth with an interest in leadership. Today on the podcast, I will be interviewing Dr. Nicole Higgins, our current RACGP president. Before we start, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands upon which we are listening. I am on Wajak country in the Noongar Nation, and I pay my respects to their elders past and present. I would also like to extend my respects to the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples tuning in today. So, let's get started with the podcast. A warm welcome to you, Nicole. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your invite. I'm really honoured to be talking with you today and would like to start by asking you about your own leadership journey in general practice. How did you get to where you are today? I can tell you that my journey is one that I've never sought. very much an accidental leader. I have ended up in those places and I've ended up in those places because I've been curious. I've tried to look behind the doors and when I've been tapped on the shoulder or those doors have opened, I guess it's just stepping inside and seeing what happens. And it's been having wonderful mentors around me uh, that have been able to encourage me to open those doors and having people around who, who believe in me. And now I'm in the position that I can pass that forward to others. I think that's a really great thing for us to remember, the importance of embracing the leadership opportunities that come our way and being willing to step through those doors that open up for us. That being said, Nicole, many of our listeners as newish GP fellows or GP registrars may find leadership in general practice quite daunting. As such a capable and strong leader yourself, what tips can you give us to help us become better leaders in our day-to-day practice? We're all leaders in our own consulting rooms and that leadership is through how we interact with, uh, with our patients, with our staff and with our colleagues. And many of us have had leadership experiences, you know, throughout medical school or high school. I think our biggest limiter is our own self-confidence. And I know for me, uh, I t- when I took time out of uh, practice, when I had my own children, stepping back in, I found it incredibly daunting. What I found is that, you know, many of my colleagues c- had continued to, uh, you know, step up a career ladder or move into those le- leadership positions. So, you know, I, I get it. I didn't actually know where to go either. What what you do need to do is there's lots of programs out there to support such as the mentorship program through RACGP or upskilling in leadership skills or asking uh, someone who you admire or uh, who's available to mentor you and to be able to bounce off and I think that mentorship is incredibly important. One of the big problems for women in GP is that the systems don't naturally support female leadership. What can we do as a profession to support the growth of female leaders? We often talk about uh, the glass ceiling as women uh, go up in those leadership positions. What we need to do, irrespective if it's it's a male or a female colleague, is to actually be the person that uh, helps open those doors, that actually helps smash that glass and provides those opportunities. 
what doesn't help uh, is when we when we actually close off those spaces. So restricting uh, opportunities because somebody works part time, or restricting opportunities because they think uh, we should be uh, at home with our families. We need to make sure that it's an equal playing field, and we're judged for who we are and what we do, uh, and how we are as clinicians. You touched on this already in terms of some of the challenges that we face as females in general practice leadership. Can you think of any others that we should know about? Instead of challenges, I'm going to actually say what we should be celebrating. Now, we've now got two-thirds of our registrars coming through who are women. We are getting parity within membership of being women within the college. 74% of the uh, staff within our ACGP are women and as we work together to bring each other up, uh, it's about having that clear understanding of who we are and what we bring to the table. And as women, we bring a very different perspective and and different strengths. We certainly do. Finally, I was really interested in this on a personal note because being a GP myself and a mum of three little girls now delving into the world of practice ownership and my own leadership journey, I really admire your ability to juggle all your various roles, not only in your career, but in life as well. How have you managed to maintain your work-life balance? <laughs> uh, well, balance is always an interesting word, but uh, my motto in life is done is better than perfect. I can't do everything perfect. Uh, what I can do is do most things okay most of the time. And that means that, you know, changing expectations for myself when it's needed, making sure I put the boundaries in the really important part of my life, separating my work and my home. And I I have to be honest, uh, I do struggle with uh, making that time for self-care, but I committed 18 months ago to uh, doing three half-hour gym sessions a week that I've stuck with uh, and making my goals much smaller and much more achievable. The other thing I've recognised in my areas of vulnerabilities and I've sought mentorship and coaching when... uh, when needed and it's something that I try and maintain uh, just really to try and keep a bit of a level playing field. You've mentioned mentorship a lot which I think is a really admirable thing and and it's hard sometimes for us as young female GPs I guess to find that right mentor. How do you go about finding that right person that you look up to and that you can go to when you need? Uh, So it can be either formal or informal and I've sought out people who have the skills that either I don't or the skills that I admire and just ask. You might be really surprised at the answers that you get and there's also been times when I've actually paid for that as well. So it's about uh, looking at the needs that I have or the areas that uh, I need to strengthen Uh, within what I do and then seeking those people out. Nicole, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been really fascinating hearing your take on female leadership in general practice. We hope you've all enjoyed this episode and our special edition on International Women's Day. The Good GP is produced and edited by the team at RACGPWA. If you've got any questions or would like to contact The Good GP, please feel free to email us at thegoodgp at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.